going on travel fam this is your main man just gq and you are tuned in to another episode of the travel guys the podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me it is friday we have made it through another week so you know what just clap it up clap it up give yourselves a round of applause because you deserve it i deserve it we deserve it we all deserve it as we are just trying to do the very best that we can to make it through these corona times you know what it's hopefully you can take a take a little break. You know, you can be it's the weekend. Hopefully you can you can get outside and breathe some of the fresh air. That's very, really important. That's something that I know personally that I have discovered to break up the monotony of these Rona days is to get outside, even if you are being very diligent in your quarantine efforts, you know, get outside, walk around, go for a walk, go for a run. I tried to get at least an hour of sunshine on a on a daily basis, but that was something that honestly I I struggled with. So, I definitely would try to run, try to try to ride my bike, try to just walk to the grocery store, do anything just to get outside and, you know, just clear your head a little bit, clear your head. Before we jump into it, I do want to welcome all the new listeners to the Travel Guys. If this is your first episode that you are listening to, or if this is your 100th episode that you are listening to, because we do have over 100 episodes, a lot of great content, so feel free to go back and check that out. But please subscribe to the Travel Guys podcast. You can do so on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate and review us because it helps us rise in the rankings, and we need those. It is very, very important. I also would like to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram at GQ50. That is my personal at the travel guides. That is for the podcast. If you have been following on Instagram, then you know that I have been doing a guest residency on the adult sleep repeat podcast hosted by Mr. Carver. I have a three guest host residency on there and we had episode two launch yesterday. So Please go over to and check out that podcast. It's really great. The last episode of the Travel Guides, I know I, I took a little bit of that content and mashed it down into a, into a bite size uh, episode for for you guys. So hopefully you enjoyed that. I've been getting some really good feedback about the history of the Black Travel Movement. A lot of people think that it started with just people posing in front of the Eiffel Tower and you know on boats popping bottles and whatnot. But the the, the history goes a lot deeper than that. Black folks have always been moving freely about the cabin, if you will. Well, freely is probably uh, not the best word, but you know what I mean. So go ahead over there, check it out. Roll Don't Fold is the is the newest episode, and we're just talking about kind of the nuts and bolts of travel. You guys can go back. It is actually linked in the show notes for the Adult Sleep Repeat episode, but the Planning Your First International Trip Guide by the Travel Guides is in our catalog. So always a good, also a good reference for you guys to go back and check out. That being said, let's move on to what's in the news. (laughs) 
So we got a few things to cover in what's in the news and just in full candor, today is going to be a what's in the news and what's on my mind. It's story time with just GQ today. So we got that coming up. But for what's in the news, there are a few things. One, we know that flights have drastically increased. We have seen the highest volume in five months in the in the month of earlier in, in August or at the end of July, excuse me. And so that really tells us that you guys are starting to fly more and starting to starting to move freely about the cabin, so to speak, and 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 get out and explore. We know that Mexico has been flooded. We know that Jamaica, a lot of people have been going out to Jamaica, but we also know that borders have been closing to Americans, where we have 12% access to the to the world, <laughs> which sounds really sad to say, but it is what it is. But we've seen that We've seen the highest volume, so there's confidence coming back in the airlines. We saw stock prices of those airlines soar earlier this week, and it has been steadily climbing, like the volume has been steadily climbing since May. And this was reported by CNBC, but we have seen all of these things occurring. And so I think that there's just there's a general restlessness, but I also think that people are understanding the new normal and are or are not and they're getting put off the planes but <laughs> but either way there is a a shift that is in behavior that is that is happening or a shift in thought that is occurring that is allowing people to travel i know that the it also helps that airline that ticket prices have plummeted i just heard today from from one of my girls shout out to carla that and granted, it was Frontier, so, you know, take it for what it is. No shade. But <laughs> there was a $31 flight from Chicago to Denver. So these these prices are have dropped. So, it, I mean, it's, it's kind of hard. I think that helps ease some of the, you know, people are ready to risk it all just to just to go, which is probably why the United States have has over has nearly five million cases of Corona. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Secondly, and I first saw this on Travel Noir's website and then saw it again on the New York Times website, but Canada is hunting down Americans <laughs> in the strangest plot twist in 2020. Well, that's probably that's a little that's a little much, but one in a in a huge plot twist, Canadians are searching for Americans in Canada who have crossed the border illegally and they're trying to extradite them and get them back to the United States. There are a lot of Americans who have claimed that they are once they're going across the border that they are they claim that they are going one place and they go another. And then uh, additionally, when they're out at some of these landmarks and whatnot, then they are not wearing masks as well. On top of that, so there's just a lot of a lot going on. Canada has closed its borders as a whole, so it's just been. You know, it's just it's crazy that people are trying to like legit sneak across the border. Um, but I, I think, honestly, uh, whatever happens in, in November, hell, I might be trying to do that same thing. I have been having some conversations on dual citizenship and just trying to understand, like, what that what that entails, what that means. And so, you know, just just preparatory, just a preparatory measure in case we do not in case we have four more years of the current regime i just can't i just i just don't think that that's anything that i really want to want to deal with i'm sure i would come back and visit every now and again but i would i would honestly seriously consider i think a lot of people say it in jest but i am not joking <laughs> so that brings us to the third matter in what's in the news which is the nomination the the complete democratic ticket Joe Biden announced that his running mate will be Kamala Harris, which is exciting news as she is the first and has been characterized as such. I'll talk about that in a second as the first black and first South Asian VP candidate. And I think it's very interesting that 
you have Barack Obama and you have Kamala Harris. They're both biracial people. Barack is black and white and Kamala is black and is Jamaican and Indian. The media, and this is this is across, and I think I've talked to you all about like how I ingest my my news. I try to triangulate all the sources. So I'm listening to, I am listening to CNN. I'm listening to NPR. I'm listening to Fox News. I'm listening to Bloomberg. So I'm trying to get all of the sources and all of the information to understand what the common themes are. And one common theme that I've seen is that they are referring to Kamala as black and South Asian. And this is something that Barack Obama, Barack Obama has always been considered the first black president, not the 44th white president or the first biracial president. You know, so I think that there is that it's I don't really know why that is, but I do know that that is something that is happening across. I thought initially it was strategic from the on the Democratic side where they were, you know, trying to mobilize brown people as well as black people. And it does look like based on early, early polls and early sense of the public that there will be record turnout for brown folks, which is encouraging. But I think that there is a broader reason. I don't know. I'm not trying to spark any type of conspiracies, but it's just, it is just a, an observation that I have made. Nonetheless, I would encourage all of you to vote. Um, But before you vote, I would encourage you to inform yourselves. I am somebody who this is not a political podcast. I am not here to tell you who to vote for or what you should do. I just want everybody to be doing whatever they do from an informed and educated point of view. I think that we as a culture lean on celebrity opinions way too much. We lean on misinformation way too much. I think there is a prevalence of misinformation that we have from family, from friends, from fake news outlets on Facebook, Instagram, what have you, people who are retweeting links without actually looking at them and ingesting the information, just a lot of mess. So I would encourage you to just do your due diligence, understand what issues you actually care about, because that is something that gets lost in all of this. We get are told how we should feel and what and what we who we should go with and 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 we get distracted with this person was smoking weed 20 years ago or this person did this, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. But if you are just looking at what issues you care about and which nominee or which uh, candidate aligns with those, that is what you should be paying attention to, in my opinion. But I just want everybody to be educated and to vote from an informed place. That's it. So that being said, let's move on to what's on my mind. What's on my mind? This is story time with Just GQ. So we've we had I've mentioned to you guys that I was almost that I was I was going to Alaska and but I never really said why. So I was working with a with a company and I will tease that and then I'll let you know because we're supposed to be pushing this excursion to 2021. However, that excursion ended up getting canceled. So uh, I couldn't go up to Alaska, couldn't get y'all the fire flicks, couldn't do all that stuff. So I was kind of I was kind of bummed out. And I was I mentioned to y'all before I was like, I was very restless and I needed just a mental health break. And I needed to be able to to, to just I just needed to change the scenery. I had been in Florida, which is, you know, we, it's, it's nice because we do have nice weather and we have the beach and we have golf courses and all that stuff. So I can shoot those high ass scores. Um, <laughs> but I needed a change of scenery. 
So it was brought to my attention that I had a, another group of friends that was still going on another trip. And I, they had originally reached out and, and we were talking about going and where we could, how we could link up. And I was like, I can't, I can't make this trip because I'm going to Alaska, but they were going to Aruba. And I was like, I've never been to Aruba. Like I was like, I was kind of, I was kind of hype off Aruba. I knew it was, it was open when I scanned the list of countries that were still open to us. I was like, Oh, I would definitely rock with Aruba. And so they, I, I hit them back on some, and I shudder to say Kanye's name, but last call, which is an incredible song. And I hit him on some like, yo, can I still get that deal with Rockefeller? And he <laughs> said to see if I could still go on the trip. And so they were like, yeah, pull up. So I was like, okay, cool. So I, this is, they're leaving on, let me get the timeline straight. Cause this is on a Thursday. They are leaving on Sunday. So I took like 12 hours to think about it. And then Friday I checked and looked at the prices and they were still really good. And I was just like, I was like, okay, I could, I could rock with this. Like this, this, this would work. Um, it was about four, it's about a $400 ticket. And I was like, I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll charge you to the game and we'll just, we'll move on. So I booked the, I booked the fair and, uh, and I'm fully, I'm going to do my research in the 24 hour time frame that I have to cancel that trip. And so as I'm, as I'm going about my day, I'm feeling like, okay, like I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about it. I'm like, I'm charting out what I need to do. I need to like wash my clothes. I need to pack. I need to make sure my passport's straight. And then I, I look at the, I go to the website to look at the guidelines and I see that I need a negative COVID test. So I'm like, dang, because I, I don't know where to go and get those tests or what the, and I've heard the turnaround, it takes forever. And so I was already needing to get one for Alaska, but I, but I had time to allow for the results. So anyways, as I'm trying to figure out what I'm about to do and how I'm about to get a COVID test and the results in 24 hours, I talked to my man, I give him my concerns and he's like, yo, you can just get swabbed at the, at the airport when you touch it down. And I was like, oh, okay, perfect. He was like, you got to pay 75 bucks. I was like, man, that's straight. I was like, I'm not even, I'm not even tripping off of that. So I think I'm good. I go back, I'm washing my clothes, everything I'm folding. And then it's the night, it's the night before and I'm flying out of Miami. So I'm supposed to, some of y'all saw my scene. I was in Miami. That is why <laughs> foreshadowing. So I'm packing up, I'm packing up my stuff. I'm folding up my clothes and packing up. And then I'm like, okay, I need to, I need to just go and pack. Cause I'm going to have to leave in the morning to get down there to catch, to catch the flight. So about nine or 10 PM on Saturday, I go back to the, I have, you have to register before you get to get the COVID test at the airport. So I go on the website again to register. And then I see another clause that I did not look at before. And the clause mentioned that there are three options. There's option one is you can have a COVID, a negative COVID test prior to the trip. So I'm like, okay. And I think it was three days in advance. Then option two was you could get the swab at the airport. And I was like, okay, that's what I'm doing. 75 bucks. I verified that. It was cool. I'm looking for a link. Then I see option three is you can do both. And I'm like, who in the world would want to do both? <laughs> like that sounds, that sounds terrible. Like I'm just getting, I'm just getting swabbed twice, getting my frontal lobe swabbed. That, that sounds awful. And then the subtext under option three is if you are from, and it lists out like legit, like 20 American states, all hotspots, then you, then option two is not an option for you. And you have to do option three. And I'm like, Oh snap. I'm like, I'm cooked. I'm cooked because I, I, there's no way I can get a negative COVID test. I've already stopped trying. I'm leaving 
in less than 12 hours. And there's no way that I'm going to be able to do that. So I'm like, man, I don't even know. Like, I'm I'm really tripping. I'm like, man, did I just trick off? I'm outside of the 24 hours. So I'm like, man, did I just trick off 400 bucks? And then, you know, I stopped packing and I just kind of sit and think because I need I'm a, I'm a pensive individual and I need to get my thoughts together and get a strategy before I react. So as I'm as I'm thinking about it, I hit my man. I'm like, yo, I think I'm cooked on this trip because the you know, I have to have a negative COVID test and I have to um, and I have to pull up and get and get swabbed at the airport. And he's at a, in a hot spot state as well. And he hadn't done it either. And so I was like, yo, I was like, I don't I don't know if I'm going to be able to if, they, I might have to catch you next time, basically. And so he, t- you know, I'm a, I will definitely finesse something. And I have been largely quarantined myself. I have not been doing a lot. And the only thing that I did that was kind of a step out there was when I went to Denver. And that was a couple months ago. So I'm thinking that I'm done. He hits me and he's basically like, yo, I think we can, they'll just swab us at the, they're not going to stop us. Like they'll just swab us at the, at the airport. And then we can just quarantine at the hotel, which is where we're going anyways. And I'm like, man, that actually sounds like a pretty decent idea. <laughs> like we might, we might be able to, to do that. So he, I was like, I was like, okay, well, we'll, we'll try it. You know, we'll try it. And so I pack, I finished packing. I wake up early, drive down to Miami and the whole time in my the whole time on the way down to Miami, it's about a three and a half hour drive. I'm just like, sweating bullets and trying to and thinking through all of the possible scenarios and i'm like what if i actually do test positive whether i have it or not we know that the tests are not the most reliable thing i think that we have heard a a lot of us have heard stories of people getting positive tests when they either weren't tested or they're getting false positives but on and some of that has been even politicized to where like the democrats are trying to you know drum up numbers and everything but on the flip side, when I've gone into some CVS and Walgreens, they have the the drive-through piece, the drive-through joints, and they are giving you the swab. So I'm like, so hold on. So I'm gonna drive through this drive-through. Y'all are gonna give me the swab to swab myself. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. I was like, well, what if I don't get a good enough sample? The dude looks at me, shrugs, and is like, bro, that's above my pay grade. I was like, oh, so y'all not even worried about accuracy within the <laughs> within the test y'all are just y'all are just getting the test to people and so i'm like i i it, that just gives me a lot of angst and i understand like for something like this because you can get an easy negative but like as somebody who is an actual germaphobe in real life and has a general distrust of people's hygiene practices this lets me know that even if you have a negative test it means nothing that's it <laughs> like just at, at baseline like it doesn't mean anything because you because you spit in a cup or because you like swabbed your nose or anything. I'm not a medical professional. So I I also know that the the swab test is painful. So naturally, if you feel pain, you stop when it is yourself. You stop inflict, inflicting pain upon yourself. So that is why you need somebody else to make sure that you get up there and they get enough of a sample to test you properly. So all in all, I was just like, I, I had justified in my mind. I was like, man, I was like, they, they'll swab me at the airport. I will not be around anybody. I'm automatically I've been I've been quarantining myself. I have not been doing anything wild. I'm I'm going to roll. So I'm driving down and I'm just thinking like what if I do test positive? What will they do? It what if 
I get there and they ask me for my negative test and I don't have it. What would they do? Because it's not like it's not a before the flight situation. Like I'm not getting down to Miami International and hand and they're saying like you got to you got to have this to get on. It, I'm flying to Aruba and then once I get to a foreign land, <laughs> then they're like what's going on and I'm at their mercy basically. And it wasn't happening in Aruba, and I honestly, in this moment, am forgetting where it actually was, but there are some places where they were forcing you to quarantine in a government facility, so basically jail, for 15 days. And I was like, I don't want those problems at all. And I was like, yo, I am, I'm out. Like, I was like, I was like, I'm out. I, can't, I don't think I can do this. I was like kind of freaking out, but I still wanted to go. And then I took a pause, and I was like, this is a trip that you are voluntarily going on. You do not have to go. You do not have to put yourself in this position. You do not have to add this stress to your life. You can just cancel the flight because at this point, my my partners who were going, they were kind of iffy as well. And so I was like, I'm not, I'm just not trying to, I don't want any of us to be down bad. So I took a step back and I was like, and additionally, Airlines are guaranteeing flights, so no change fees. It's basically a Southwest credit that, in this case, would have been on American. But I'm like, that I'm getting the credit, and I can just go another time. I can go another place, another time. No, I won't get a refund, but I will have this credit, and I can use it for a year and change. I believe 15 months before it expires at the end of next year. So I canceled the flight. Talked to my mans and them. They ended up canceling as well. And we live to fight another day. <laughs> so the moral of this story is to, one, do your research and make sure you understand the requirements of where you are traveling, especially in a post-COVID, in a, in a post-COVID world. It's not hard to get a negative test, but one, there's a sense of responsibility there. If you're trying to keep people safe, then keep that in mind. And then two, well, we should be trying to keep people safe. But so keep that in mind. And then two, you have to allow, you have to properly plan to allow enough time for the, for the results to come back. So I, as I booked in a impure, just book it fashion, just like screw it, I'm going to go and we're going to roll the dice and we're going to see what happened, what's happening. It's more so you have to plan properly to make sure that you can get the test, get the results back. If you do get a positive test, allow enough time for you to go and get to 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 get a, a verifying test. And then once you get a negative test, then it has to be within the certain time frame that these countries are requiring. So there's a there's a lot of triangulating around the the proper scheduling. And then additionally, just make sure that everything is all good. Like even if you are making a an impulsive decision or you're booking an impulsive flight, going on an impulsive trip, just make sure that you do your due diligence in making sure that you understand all your ducks are in a row. Because the last thing that you want to do is, and ironically enough, I mentioned this in Roll Don't Fold on the Adult Sleep Repeat podcast, is the only thing worse than American jail is foreign jail. Like <laughs> you don't you don't want to be you don't want to be locked up, period. But especially somewhere where you don't speak the language, where you don't know the people, where they really don't care. Like it's you definitely don't want to do that. So anything that you can do to avoid putting yourself in a tough spot and putting giving yourself the opposite feeling that you would have if you were on vacation, which is relaxation and being free and all this stuff, you like do that. 
because unless you want, I'm lucky that I'm telling you this story from a could have been standpoint as opposed to a was standpoint, because that would be terrible. That would be awful. So I just wanted to share that quick, that quick anecdote with y'all. Hopefully, you know, it speaks to you in some type of way, but I don't know. I'm I'm definitely going back to Aruba. I don't know when, but I'm definitely going to go because I got close. But I'm just I, it's there's a lot of planning, man. And I, y'all know I do not plan. I just like to fly by the seat of my pants. I will book and I will figure the rest out later and we'll count the rest as an adventure. But I'm not trying to have an adventure being locked down. That is what I'm not trying to do. <laughs> but yeah, if y'all have it. Please subscribe to the Travel Guys podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. That'll do it for another episode of the Travel Guys. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.